I'm Chris. I'm Sandy. And, and this, this is, is Parenting, Parenting Autism. Welcome to episode 85, everyone. If you're a first-time listener, thanks for tuning in today. And if you've been listening for a while, we appreciate you coming back. Yes, we do. So here we are. We're, you know, we keep trying to, to do these more often, but it just we just ought to just say, hey, we can't do it often. You'll hear us when you hear us. <laughs> so, well, you've... Went away for a little bit for your birthday. I did. And so we're actually leaving today for vacation for all three of us. So we thought, let's sneak in here this morning and do a podcast because it's going to be a couple more weeks before we get back here again. Mm-hmm. So hello, everyone. And we just want to bring you up to speed. And plus, it's always good for me to to unload. My computer is full. And having Bryce solo for five full days was wonderful in so many ways and then it was also very enlightening and certainly gave me a lot of notes to for us to discuss and for us to share i'm sure there's things that you haven't shared with me that you'll be talking about a couple of things yeah yeah. so um so it's kind of like what this episode will be about is just as we do each time what's going on in our world So tell us about your trip. Yeah, so I went to Maryland where I grew up uh, for about five days. I got together with some old friends from school, and we went to a big car show down in Ocean City. And it it was nice to see my friends again and my brothers. And, um... I I just realized when I was at my brother Craig's after you know a day or so I I just heard the birds chirping out the window and it was so quiet and it really it really didn't even dawn on me why it was so quiet until I realized that there was no game at the 100% volume there was no Daddy, Daddy, can you do this? Can you do that? Um, you know, it was just quiet, and and I. It's been a long time since I've heard that quiet. And yes, I missed Bryce, but I think I missed quiet too. Yeah, I get <laughs> so, that. Yeah. Uh, it was. I I would say that it was relaxing in a sense because. When when I'm home with Bryce, there's always a heightened sense of awareness, I guess you could say. Uh, and I was l- able to let my guard down, I guess. You I could, think that's a great way. a way to put it. To put it, yeah. Um, I, I didn't have to worry about where he was or what he was yeah. doing or, yep. you know, taking care of needs. Uh, so, yeah, it was very relaxing for me. And... Uh, I missed you guys, and I'm back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say that Bryce handled you being away very well. And so I wasn't sure how that was going to go, because being that you're his teacher, 
in addition to his daddy, mm-hmm. he does lean and depend on you a lot for yeah. a lot of things. And so I didn't feel like we even had to prep him that much. There wasn't a lot of drama with you going. Right. And he didn't make a big stink about you going on the plane without him, which was good. I think one advantage of me leaving and it going so smoothly was that I left really early in the morning before he even got out of bed. So there wasn't any drama with, oh, daddy's walking out the door, daddy's getting in the car, daddy's going away, you know. That's true. So we didn't have that. And then I got home late uh, on my return leg. Um, but but in any case, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just, the only thing he said was, the night after you left, so the first night you were gone, I, of course, he got to sleep with me, so he came in the bed, and then he just says, well, I guess daddy's gone now. Daddy's died. He's not oh, coming back no. anymore. I said, no, daddy's not dead. Daddy's just in Maryland. He'll be back on Sunday night. And that's pretty much it. Like, he didn't get overly worked up but yeah he did say that like that was when he realized the most was it was nighttime he hadn't seen you all day he was sitting still and it's like uh okay so daddy's dead and gone but no daddy's not he'll be back it's okay so he he really really did well um you had told him to take care of me while you were gone Mm -hmm. well he took that job very seriously and he would tell me mommy i'm here to take care of you Aww. You okay, mommy? It's okay, mommy. I will take care of you. So, you putting him in the protector role really kept his mind on that. And that's what I was hoping. Yeah. Yeah, that he would not be wor- worried about me go- being gone as much as he was about taking care of you. And that worked. That's definitely what that Great. played out very well. So, yeah, he yeah. told me that often. But, uh, yeah, so. Several things have happened from a parenting autism perspective. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll talk about the things that happened like during the trip specifically. Okay. And I really am sharing a lot of this because I feel like so often we feel like we don't make progress and then I'm seeing progress and Mm -hmm. that makes my heart really happy. Mm -hmm. And I it's encouraging for me. And uh, hopefully when we share this, it's encouraging for other families, too, just knowing that even if progress is slow, progress is progress. (laughs) And I feel like that's just kind of where we are in our world. It may not be in rapid speed, but just seeing progress from months ago, weeks ago, years ago, makes my heart happy because at least we're moving forward in most situations. Yes, do we have an occasional regression or go back to a behavior? Oh, yeah. There's definitely the boomerang and a whack-a-mole. You think it's gone, then it comes up back. I think we have a new behavior to talk about, too. We do. So, so yeah. yeah, we got a new one that's fresh off the press. But what I found was specifically, let's say, thunderstorms. So think back how... Bryce was terrified when there was a thunderstorm. Yeah, he wouldn't go outside. He didn't want to ride in the car. He didn't want to be out of our house. He right. felt like that was the only safe place. True. I remember that time we were in Sunny's barbecue mm-hmm. and it started raining. It was the middle of the it afternoon. Was pouring. And the thunder was booming and he 
lost it and we were trying to like he wanted to leave and it was still pouring rain it wasn't safe to go out but he felt so unsafe inside that building because he wasn't home I just go back to that kind of day and I know we did therapy with him like putting his rain jacket on him and his his rain boots on him and taking him out even when it wasn't a heavy rain but even a light rain so that he could experience rain and then we told him all the positive things about rain and then of course we knew it wasn't just the rain it was the thunder so trying to help him understand that so saying all of that (laughs) he went to work with me and I work in a three four story building and I'm on the third floor and out of the blue, here comes a South Florida thunder booming storm. Mm-hmm. The kind that came with hail that mm. was beating on the windows. Mm. So that's the first time, my brother even said, that's the first time he's ever experienced <laughs> hail in that building, right? So I was like, okay, the, so the rain started and I thought, well, this will be a test because I had him set up in the office that joins mine next to mine and he was all set up with his game and his foods and he was great so i thought well this will be a little test for him and this was just with the rain then the thunder came i'm like well okay so he came into my office and he wasn't upset he was jumping up and down (laughs) and he says i'm safe at tmip i'm safe at tmip and i said yeah you are safe at tmip And I said, why are you safe? He said, God is with me. And I said, right. And what does God have here around you? He goes, his angels. I said, yes. So you are safe. It's okay. I love that. So, of course, Kathy, who works with me, she was just like, oh, she's like grabbing her heart, you know? And I'm like, wow, you have no idea how big this is. Yeah. So he didn't even say anything about the hail. And I know the thunder was going. He did say one thing. Is the building going to crash and fall? And I said, nope, it's safe. God's protecting us. And that was after he had said that. So he took it just like that. And Hmm. he never said anything else afterwards. And he handled the thunderstorm really well. Perfect. So that was great. Something that is newer well, I won't go quite into the... <laughs> Are we done with while I was gone? Uh, no, this is another thing while you were gone that I didn't share with you. I wrote notes because I don't trust my brain anymore to remember everything. This was with Miss Page. Yeah. So Miss Page is Bryce's new ABA tech, the RBT, for those who don't know the lingo. So she works with him three times a week and is helping him with behaviors and... Some of the stuff she's been working on, which I jotted down, um, was before your trip. And then, of course, during your trip and even after your trip. But, you know, she has been working with him on trying to un- to communicate more and understand comprehension. And then also trying to expand his language. Because Bryce has a lot of basic words. And so, like, he has his basic need words. He has his basic emotion words. And now we're trying to build his vocabulary some. So she's been working with him on different emotions. And instead of just saying I'm happy, to say I'm joyful, Mm -hmm. as an example. Um, She's working with him on disappointed, on frustrated, which he knows that one. Yeah. Yep. Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Synonyms. you know, that kind of thing. So I heard them going back and forth, and they were playing this other game called 
think it or say it. And so she's working with him and giving him scenarios to say, you're at your friend's house for dinner and his mom makes a food that you don't really like. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you say, I don't like that? Or do you just think it in your head, I don't like that? Mm-hmm. And then he, he did really good with the answers. And he was like, I just think it in my head. And she's like, well, why would you just think it in your head? Which she had already explained to him because it's not nice and you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Mm-hmm. Trying to get him to understand those concepts. So... She must have said something about good decisions and then the consequences of bad decisions because it took him several questions later, which you know that's how Bryce is, a few more questions about what's nice or not nice. And then I heard Bryce say, my brain's telling me I'm not nice. And he was he was sad. Mm-hmm. And so she said, why? And he's like, I don't know. I might be frustrated so she said, well, why? And he goes, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of buttons in my brain that are all getting pressed. <laughs> Poor baby. Some of the things he comes up with are just funny. And he was so sad the way he said it, right? Mm. So she handled it really well. And she said, Bryce, you are the nicest person I know. And it made him so happy. Right? And then she said, okay, Bryce, I want you to repeat after me. I am nice. Bryce says, I am nice. She says, I am smart. Bryce says, I am smart. She says, I am silly, which Bryce giggled. And I'm in the other room listening to all this. I can hear him giggle, and she, he goes, I am silly, which Bryce does love to be silly. Yeah. She said, I have lots of friends and family who love me. And Bryce says, I have lots of friends and family who love me. And she says, okay, give me a high five. And he repeats, okay, give me a high five. (laughs) (laughs) Which was so cute. And then she says, all right, you don't have to repeat now. And he's like, okay, you don't have to repeat now. And then I think at that point he knew he was being silly, silly, which was good. But I was in the other room listening, and I teared up a little bit because, well, first of all, I was so happy to hear how Paige handled it. Mm-hmm. And her using words of affirmation over him and giving him that kind of encouragement. And I loved it. I mean, I loved it, loved it. And I, you know, was just like saying a prayer of thanks and gratitude to God for bringing someone like her into our family because that's the kind of people that I want working with Bryce, you mm-hmm. know? So that was really, really good, and he responded so well to that. But then, you know, hearing Bryce being able to tell us how his brain is working, I mean, that's huge. For him to tell us that all the buttons are being pressed at one time, and he does say some things that make us laugh, too. About His brain tells him a lot of things. We'll just say, my brain is telling me, fill in the blank. We hear that a lot. But for him to be able to say that, all these buttons are being pressed in his brain. He gives me a good visual because now I understand that if I listen, when I feel overwhelmed, I feel like all the brains buttons in my brain are being pushed. That's a good way to describe mm-hmm. it. Like I can't take any more. Please stop, stop, stop. Right. Mm-hmm. And he must have just been at that point that that's all he could say, you know, and then just knowing how difficult it must be for him when his brain buttons are being pushed you know because working with Bryce just to teach him language it's hard for him 
And I don't think everyone can realize how difficult it is for Bryce. But for me, like my compassionate heart was just melting for him because it's not easy for him to learn how to communicate. And it's not easy for him to just imitate what other people say. And he definitely has a hard time developing his own individual thoughts. In fact, he said to us the other night, all right, who's ready to read a book now? Mm-hmm. Who's ready? And I'm like, where did he hear that? I didn't even trust that he could have come up with that on his own. But he did. But I believe he really yeah, did. Because yeah. when we said, where did you hear that? Because usually if we say, where did you hear that? We'll mm-hmm. hear where he heard it from. Yeah. But he actually independently came up with a thought, yeah, with inflection like, in his came voice. came from my brain or something. Yeah, which is good, right? Yeah. I don't know, he says. You know, or he'll, if he doesn't know something, he'll go, it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, that's how hard it is for him to learn things. It's like, it's, it pushes all the buttons in his brain. So I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share that with the listeners because especially with people who are listening to this podcast and they maybe they're not parents of children on the spectrum, but they work with children on the spectrum. When you're working with a child that's on the spectrum and you know you want to see them learn and you want to see them make progress, you just have to really keep that compassion in mind that it's hard for them, you know, and maybe they're not to the point that they can verbalize like Bryce was able to give us some insight that this is really hard for him. Um, but, you know, it, it just takes time. And I know you mentioned to me this week that you really hit a wall with his education and homeschooling, right? Yeah. So third grade, I've heard, is is more difficult than first and second. Of course it is. But, like, there's, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's... It's a bigger jump between grades, I guess, what you're learning in third grade as far as concepts go. And so third grade started out with a lot of uh, poetry and comprehension and reading stories. And Bryce likes short stories. And a couple of the books, they said, okay, you're going to need this book to answer the question so we go to the library and get the book and the book's 100 pages long well and with some challenging words that Bryce has never had introduced to him before right so and probably won't use much in his lifetime to be quite honest yeah probably words we don't even use exactly so um it was challenging because he didn't want to read all of the work you like Daddy, it's going to take forever. This is really long. You know, that's that's what he says. And and so I help, you know, I'll say, well, I'll read paragraph three and four if you read one, two, and five, you know. And so he'll do that. But even reading, I want him to read it because when you read it yourself, you comprehend better, I believe. But even still, when he reads it himself... It's comprehension is still a, a big uh, speed bump. So he, he didn't do very well in the quiz and and things like that. And, you know, only 
I believe a, a certain percentage of the population really enjoys reading poetry, and I'm—I can't say that I'm one of those people. Yeah, I'm not um, and Bryce definitely isn't one of those people. So, you know, there's going to be some things that I'm going to have to skip over. I think, as long as I know that he's trying and that. You know, maybe we could read a shorter story about a subject that he's interested in, and maybe I'll do my own quiz. Well, and what which class, which subject is this? Language arts. Okay. So, so we know that helping Bryce with language is something we've been doing for the past six years, mm-hmm. and it's something that doesn't come easy to him. And I think even typical kids, like you said not every child is going to take interest in poetry. And when I was in school, it was definitely one of my least favorite Mm -hmm. subjects. I mean, if it wasn't rhyming and cute like Dr. Seuss, I'm out. Right, right. right. I understand why this is part of the education process because they're trying to expand, but it's kind of like what I said we're working on with ABA. We're trying to get Bryce to use words that beyond that are a little beyond the basic words Uh, but it's still really hard and he's a far cry from where a third grader would be and i think this is what we're going to run into which is the beauty of having homeschool is that flexibility of being able to determine okay this is where he's at in this subject you know where he's going to be probably far ahead in science and math language is going to be the real struggle you know one of the subjects this week in language arts was inferences so it's like you're talking about something but not using the subject that you're talking about but you you're trying to figure out what the subject is by what's being said what's an example um i don't have i think you gave me one about that wasn't football right Oh, well, you know, yeah, okay. So uh, Joe had a ball, and he ran in for a touchdown and scored a field goal. You know, what am I talking about? So Bryce would know that, you know, situation. But he would – there's other things that they were talking about that Bryce has no idea about. I mean, it's hard enough to get him understand – to get him to understand conversation that we're having about – topics that we're talking about right let alone ones that aren't familiar we're not mentioning what the subject is or what's the missing piece of the puzzle here you know so it's stuff that i'm gonna have to work around and i believe that will come later uh for him and he'll he'll get it you know well and hopefully he will and if he doesn't he doesn't but i think it's like you said You know, because I I sense when you said it to me, you're the teacher. So it's a little frustrating. Bryce is still your student. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, he got a 20% on his quiz today when normally he's in 80, 90, 100%, right? Mm -hmm. And we also know quizzes aren't actually his strength in testing. So we have to bear that in mind. But I didn't want you to get discouraged as the teacher that you're not doing a great job teaching him this is just going to be one of those roadblocks that we're going to have to 
possibly go around for now and then come back later and then see if there is progress. I mean, I yeah. I wrote down this example because again, this is we have ABA working with him on language and then we actually have him in speech and language therapy for one on one 3 hours a week. And he still does summer schedule. People have asked us that. No, we don't take summer break. We kind of keep Bryce going year round. Mm-hmm. So, you know, she was asked, his, he's going to have the same therapist all three days this summer, which normally he kind of, it's usually a couple different people. So I think it's good he's going to have Miss Crystal all three days in the sense that she'll know what to work with him. And I know she was asking questions. So maybe I was saying this is some of the stuff that he seems to be struggling with. Maybe she has other angles that can help teach him those kind of things as well, or at least start giving him the building blocks to help him get to that. Because we have to just remember Bryce's development has been delayed pretty much as, you know, since he was two when he regressed. And he's always been 12 to 18 months behind language specifically was always his biggest hurdle. But I think, you know, as his parents, we'll figure out some way to, with our team that we have, to find ways to help him. Um, I had written this down because Paige was working with him, and I heard her say to him, if you need help, who can you go to? And Bryce says, the shop. And she says, the shop. If you need help, who do you go to? And he says, the shop. She's like, what is the shop? And he goes, to repair your car. <laughs> so yes, I heard Bryce that. hears that because you he goes to Mr. Waltz with you yeah. where people take their car because to be repaired yeah. and they call it the shop, right? Yeah. So that's what he's thinking is, hey, if you need help, take your car to the shop. Mm-hmm. That's not what she meant at all. Here she's trying to get him to talk about if you're in danger or if you need assistance with somebody. And she probably should have said, who would you go talk to, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody can't talk the way that Bryce needs it to be said. So mm-hmm. he has to learn to understand. Well, he doesn't have to. We're trying to get him to learn to understand it in other ways. Or he'll be really limited as to how he can have a conversation or understand people. Yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm not really frustrated because, you know, Bryce is Bryce. So it's not his fault. You know, know, it's just something that I'm going to have to look at. And I'm glad I have you to bounce things off of because you and I can put our heads together on this. I'll show you the lessons that he yes. was working on and then we can come up with a plan yeah, to work around. For sure. Yeah. We'll have teacher parent conferences. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Yeah. And I didn't think you were frustrated. I felt like you were bummed. You know, because it's really the first time yeah. you hit it. You know what I mean? It was just like that little, oh. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's not even, it's just, I know Bryce is Bryce, but it's still the reality that he, he has some yeah. deficiencies yeah. and he struggles. Absolutely. And we're going to help him. And I had one other example on that, and then we can move on. But just, just really gives people some insight as to how Bryce's brain works and conversations. So, and that same day that, Paige was asking him, you know, where if you need help, where do you go? And she asked him, where would you go if you were sad? And he said, the hospital. And she couldn't understand that answer either. But I can tell you where that came from. She said, where would you go if you were sad? And what Bryce heard was, 
where would you go that would make you feel sad? Mm-hmm. And so he said the hospital. Yeah. But what she was trying to ask him and should have said it in a way for Bryce to understand would be, who would you go to if you were sad? Mm-hmm. Not where would you go? Right, right. Because she was true. trying to say you would go to a parent. And that's where the literal part comes in. So yeah. like he hears where and he's thinking, where do I feel sad? Oh, I feel sad where at a hospital. Place, right? Yeah. right. Where is yeah. a place, not a who, who is yeah. a person. So that's really and then like how the other part of it is like you said, you know, he's like, where would he go? What would make him sad if he went somewhere? And it's totally different than what we would think, you know? Right. Like that wouldn't be my first thing that makes me think sad. But for him, you know, he's still a little traumatized about this whole incident with his leg two, three, three years ago, maybe now. So, you know, that's that kind of stuff that's going on. But with progress, I will say, I wrote these little notes. So the last time we did the podcast, I do believe we mentioned the glitter glue because that was... It was I think so. latest greatest thing, right? Thing. Yep. And so for those who listened to the last episode, Bryce had gotten a bottle. He's into the glitter glue and everything golden because in his games, gold is the best. And so anyway, he's got this box now of glues and art supplies that he's afraid to use, which we had mentioned because he's afraid the supplies are going to run out. So... We had Mother's Day this month, and then we had your birthday this month, and we had Missy's birthday this month, who Bryce loves very much. And so he had some cards to make. So I was trying to get him to use his art supplies, which, again, he's pretty stingy with it, very stingy with it. I was able, I said, okay, if I draw you the flower, then he put a little bit of golden glitter glue on mom's card that was a big deal but the best thing for me was before he could put that little bit of gold glitter on her card he coached himself out loud and said okay take deep breaths he took like three deep breaths and then he went over to the card and then he used a little bit of the the gold glitter glue that was fantastic to watch. Like he had to work himself through the anxiety. It'll be okay. I can use this. And that is progress. And then it's really been an issue with him not wanting to use things because he's afraid they're going to run out. Right. That's the new behavior. This is the new behavior. And with the last episode, which is a few weeks ago that we recorded, was kind of cute, like, oh, he doesn't want to use it. You know, we have four more bottles for you now. It's okay. We'll write the date on it, yada, yada. But I could sense that if we don't get a grip on this, it's going to spiral. And I was right. <laughs> I just had this feeling because I even explained to Paige, I said, I get, you know, if I get the sense that something's going to you really spiral on him, we have to tighten it up now. And it might seem like, wow, why are we being so, you know, on top of this? But I don't want it to get out of control. Well, the glue was one thing in the art supplies. And I thought, well, okay, you had taken him to Michael's because he had a $5 coupon. So we took him in there and he 
didn't want to use what we bought, but we said, whatever we get, you're going to have to use it. So we kind of did that. So while you were gone, I took him to Michael's again. It's right by church. So it's real convenient. After church, took him there. So I said, okay, well, we're going to make daddy's birthday card. So what do you, what new art supply do you want to use? And he's like, oh, well, let's get this glitter and, or this glue. It's, um, I don't even remember what kind of was. I think it goes, it changes colors, some mm-hmm. sort. So I said, okay. And then they had a red glitter glue, and Bryce loves red. I said, do you want that one or you want the red? And he says, oh, I want this other one. I said, okay, well, we're going to use it today. We have to use it today? I said, yes. He goes, okay, I don't want that one. I said, well, which one do you want? We'll get the red one. I said, okay, we're going to use it today. Uh, I don't want to use it. I said, if we're going to buy it, we're going to use it. So we can take the red and we can draw birthday candles on a cake for daddy. And you can just put little dots of it to be the flame on top of the candle for the fire. That'd be okay. He was worried. Okay, he'll do it. So we got home. I got him to that point and I asked him what he wanted to write on your card. And I think it was, I love you forever. And then inside it was daddy's and he wrote, I wrote it out for him so he could see it, which we've talked about. Bryce needs that visual, but he wrote all the words out for you. And then I said, you want to draw a cake? Yes. So we, I drew him a three tiered cake with the candles. Then I said, okay, we're going to use the red. And we did. And then on his own, he wanted to use another color to color the cake. And so he ended up taking out three different colors for your cake, including the gold glitter, which was a big deal. And then he was trying to just fill it in and he really made you a nice card. But most important to me was we got him from using nothing to using that. So that was big progress for me, for him. Because while you were gone, additionally... He was saying he wanted a different toothpaste because he's not liking the one we have. So he told me he wanted the Tom's toothpaste again. And I didn't realize there was fluoride versus no fluoride. I just got him the toothpaste. So I got the toothpaste. I brought it home. And he says, oh, I can't use that toothpaste. I'm like, why can't you use that toothpaste? That's the one you said you wanted. Um, I don't want it to run out. So the same thing with the glue. So I'm like, no, you have to use it. (laughs) So we're going to use it. So I had him use it the one time. And then he didn't want to use it after that. And I had mentioned it to you. But I don't know that you knew how how serious that was. And then you you ordered him three bottles of it. Or three tubes, right? Yeah, it came in a three pack. Came in a three pack. So we have three tubes of it now. Plenty of backup. And he was refusing to use it with you, right? What did he say? Uh, well, yeah, I wanted to switch out the fluoride for the non-fluoride. And um, he said, I said, are you going to use your new toothpaste? I said, no, no, I can't do that. And he says, I'll use the, the other one. And I'm thinking, okay, well, that's the one I wanted to use anyway. So I know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's working out for me uh but no he has a, he has the hoarder mentality so we need to get him out of that 
before it escalates before we have a hoarder house yeah and i don't know if that's how hoarders really think is it because they're afraid that scarcity scarcity i mean mentality i, don't I know. think if he even had awareness of what's going on with the baby formula and the toilet paper of 2020 you know where people panicked mm-hmm. but bryce truly has some something in his mind that he's afraid that things are going to run out of things that he really wants and are important to him. So that's a new behavior that we will work on, but I am planning on, you know, that came after I started setting time limits on his electronics. So maybe he's correlating that to running out of something. Yeah. And I'm not sure we, how much we talked about that, but you did start setting time limits on his electronics and it really it heightened his anxiety it heightened his anxiety but after a few days he got used to it and he started playing more of a variety of games on his ipad which i was thankful for and i didn't expect so it has been a it was a good decision Mm -hmm. again we went through the first few i felt bad for him because in the sense that (laughs) i know his anxiety was off the chain (laughs) but i've seen him like play different things i will say this too that you know as with all kids you get bored with a game and you want something different well bryce gets these nintendo games now which we avoided that for a long time eight years and i'm really happy about that but last year he got introduced to the nintendo switch we had him on animal crossing which never ends which is great. And we told him he couldn't get another game until he finished that one, (laughs) until his cousin informed him that it never ends. So we're like, shoot, why did you tell him that? But anyway, so now he gets these other games and he masters them. And then, you know, that's $50, $60 that's done. And then once he's done that, he's ready to move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So we saw that and we're like, yeah, I'm not going to play that game. So he was convinced that he was supposed to get a gift for your birthday. And this went on and on, you know. Yeah, I said, well, did I get a gift for your birthday? Mm, No. Then why should you get one for my birthday? And he says, well, because I got the the war and thunder on your birthday. Was it last year or the year before? (laughs) And he, he pulled that one out of the closet. I didn't expect that. Yeah, because and we don't remember that. It was a free game, so right. I thought, oh, no big deal. And here he comes a year later expecting something else. And now he's wanting a $60 game. We're yeah. like, yeah, no, free is free. But I really don't want him to think that he gets gifts on other people's special occasions. Because with Bryce, once he pairs that in his mind he's always going to expect that and i don't want him to think that way so i stuck to my guns and i said no you're not getting a game it's a specific game he wants Mm -hmm. so because he doesn't have that game he is playing other things which is what we want for him you know variety he's not even just playing other video games he's playing board games with us which is mm. what we want he's going out and bouncing his ball which is what we want he's, he's watching disney plus he's watching so. disney plus he's mixing it up yeah, and not just getting right. stuck in one hard routine mm-hmm. so that has been a good thing for him and um another thing speaking of progress for him which is probably why i'll end up titling this um so 
also while you were gone, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were invited to a baby shower for oh, um, yeah. Missy, who watches Bryce. She's going to be a grandma here in a couple months, actually next month. And so her daughter's baby shower. And I wasn't planning on taking Bryce, but Missy's like, oh, I can't wait to see him. I'm like, oh, I don't think Chris is out of town. And and she's like, oh, but I'm going to have other kids there. And I was going to have games set up for him. And okay. So I said, we'll give it a whirl. And so when we got there, we walked. Well, first of all, I saw her husband outside. And he's like, hey. And he gave us a hug. And he said, well, Missy's not here. She'll be back. So Missy mm-hmm. wasn't even there. So he didn't see anybody really that was familiar to him. Right. Right. We walk in the house and if there was one balloon, there were at least 20 to 30 balloons Mm. in the house. The latex kind, the thin kind that Bryce knows can pop (laughs) easily. Three right there when you walked in the door and then a really pretty balloon arrangement. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the wall of about 20 to 25 balloons clustered together and then more balloons that had helium that were floating in the air you know somewhere wow. else it was a lot so i walk in i'm like and of course bryce his brakes went on immediately so, so imagine this you're scared of spiders yes and you walk into a house and the house is full of spiders yes that's exactly that's it. it that's it that's exactly yeah. it <laughs> Oh, my gosh. So he puts on the brakes, and he's like, oh, no. (laughs) So I said, it's okay. It's okay. So he's like, "Mm." and I knew what it was, of course. So I said, it's all right. Well, it's safe. Nobody's going to be popping balloons here. It's okay. Nobody's here to pop them. They're for decorations. It's for decorations. Okay. So I get him in a little bit further, but I could tell, you know, he he was not doing well. He was putting his hands over his ears mm-hmm. in the fear yeah. that they were going to pop. So I took him outside. I said, let's go outside. He's like, thank you. I said, okay. So I get him outside and I said, listen, buddy, those balloons are just for decoration. It's safe. Nobody pops them. So he says, why did the man pop the balloon at the Java Cafe? Hmm. So my mind has to go back to where, when were we at the Java Cafe that somebody popped a balloon? Well, it was at Christmas time in December when we went for the Christmas party and they had a magician there and he popped a balloon. But I knew he was going to because I saw him holding it up and I hurried and took Bryce outside to protect him from it, to protect us all from it. Mm-hmm. So he remembered that. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, was that over Valentine's Day? It was the Christmas party. Christmas mm, sorry, party. I had to get okay, some water. so yeah, late last year, and of course he doesn't forget. So that. five months ago, right? <clears throat> and you, I mean, I wasn't expecting a magician to be popping a balloon. Usually they do tricks, not with balloons. Right. Okay. So now saying this to lucky you, recipients. I took him out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I took him out of the house. Maybe he associated that I took him out of the Java Cafe. Maybe. When the guy popped the balloon. So I said, well, I didn't bring you out because they're popping them. I brought you out just to explain that it's safe. And we're waiting for Missy. If you can do this, it'll be okay. All right. No, he's going to pop it. How long? I said, huh, you can take, you can play your switch. I have it in my purse. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that helped because Took that distracted him. Yeah. Yes, exactly. 
So we go over and we sat at the table and she still hadn't come back. Now more people are coming. At this point, there's probably 20 people in a small space. So now the volume of voices is mm. as loud as yeah. the balloons. Yep. It was just overstimulation for him, you know, and yeah. it was just too much. So when they asked us to get up from our chair that we were sitting in because they needed to move a table where we were, I took that as a good reason to go outside. So we went outside, but then it was blazing hot. It was like in the 90s and this is in the middle of the afternoon. And I stood out there for probably another five minutes hoping <laughs> that she would come so she could see that we came. Yeah. And she still didn't come. And by this time, it's 45 minutes into the shower. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. We're we're gonna go, and so when I said we're gonna go, he says, "Thank you, mommy. Are you proud of me? Are you so proud of me that I was brave?" Mm. And I was like, "Oh, this poor baby. He was just trying to be brave for me." But that's progress. But I also don't want to torture him. But that's progress because he's he does need to learn how to tolerate certain situations. I think these kids hold so much inside, and sometimes. They're afraid to say something, and it's only when it overflows and they can't handle it anymore as we get these outbursts and and, and what behaviors they do, meltdowns. and yeah. the meltdowns. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like like earlier in the show, I said I'm always at a heightened sense of awareness when Bryce is around. Well, you can multiply that by ten, and that's probably where Bryce's baseline is. Yeah. You know, with everything, he there's so much going on in his brain and so much anxiety. Um, you know, that's, that's what it is. And he can't always express it. And, and he wanted to make you proud by holding it all inside. And he was probably cringing the whole time in some way, in some way, Um, like I said, he was distracted with the switch and we mm -hmm. were talking and I was playing the game with him and keeping his mind off of it. Yeah. But that was still a huge effort on his part to stay in that environment as long as he did. did So that is progress in many ways, but not definitely hear me, not something that I would be doing to him constantly to try Mm -hmm. to get him to push through. I don't believe in that either. That's not right. This was. And I'm glad you brought that up because I, you know, some therapists will be like, well, uh, we have to push through this. Mm -hmm. We have to make him conform to this world, you know, like conform to, Uh, what neurotypical people do but you know what Bryce is his own person and he can make decisions too you know we sometimes it's not right to push somebody through something that they don't want to go through for the betterment of other people right you know sometimes you gotta let the kid be the kid right and you know leave him alone that's it yeah so So I feel like you know I knew his limits. We got him to do a little bit, but I would not put him through that. No. Intentionally, for sure. Right. And that was unintentional. I mean, some people but would say. But if we say, don't go to parties, we don't oh, go to parties. We'll take him to a, a, fill a hotel full of balloons and take him there and, and pop them while he's walking through the hotel. You know, I mean, that, that would be torture. I'm not going to put my kid through that. Right. It's, you know, it's, and even at his um, speech and. OT therapy where they're at, there were some birthdays that were happening. And so somebody had a balloon, not 30 balloons in a room, Mm -hmm. a balloon in the room. And 
he did good and they had him touch it and, you know, on a small scale, become more familiar with it. I, I did ask him. So it was a little test. I said, do you want to get daddy a balloon to leave him for his birthday when he comes back? And he says, what kind of balloon? And I said, um, he goes, a helium balloon. And I said, yeah, he goes, okay, I can do that. And I said, you can do a helium balloon. And he said, yeah, is it the thick kind or the thin kind? <laughs> and I said, well, we don't have to get one, buddy, if it's going to make you nervous. Um, but I was thinking the foil kind, not the thin latex kind, because mm-hmm. it's the thin latex that pops so easily. So he says, hmm, I made daddy a really nice card. <laughs> I think he'll be happy with that. We don't have to do a balloon. I yeah. said, you're right. He's going to be super happy with this card. Okay, and that was know? his logic. Yeah. So I put it out there. I let him think about it. It yeah. wasn't a hard no. Yeah. He truly gave it some thought. He's really wanting to understand the difference. And then we went a whole question series of what all can pop. So here's another example is... When we get a package in the mail, it's yes. got those little air pillows. So a package came. I opened up the box on the counter, and he was watching me, and he saw the air pillows. He's like, mm-hmm. Daddy, Daddy, can you put those in the garage? Can you put those in the garage? And I said, sure, buddy. I said, but before I do that, I just want you to hold one. I just want you to touch it. That's all. Mm-hmm. And And that was good enough for him. You know, I just brought it over to him and and just said, that's all I want you to do is feel it. Just feel the material. Yeah. And then you took it out. And then I took it out. And that's. That's how we're working. That's how you work with that kind of thing. You know, it's. It's. uh, It's. Everybody has their methods. It's a balance. But this is what works for us. Mm -hmm. And so much of it is, again, it's not the balloon it's what the balloon represents and the balloon represents that a loud it could noise make an unexpected loud noise when yeah. he doesn't know it's going to pop i sure wish whatever that first balloon that popped in his life didn't happen uh because <laughs> i don't I even know i would how take that one out and i don't even know when it was i but. know well so uh yesterday miss randy was here and she's his art therapist which i'm just side note, so glad we're doing art therapy. That has been wonderful for He's Bryce. He's really blossomed. I mean, that has opened she up a to whole me other side of him, yesterday. which was our goal. Yeah, she mentioned yesterday that he no longer just takes direction. He wants to be part of yes. the decision-making proce- yeah. pro- process. And she's hearing more of, I want to. Like, mm-hmm. he wants to do things. So... Uh, she's like, we've come such a long it, way. It, it, progress so, there, for yeah. sure, because mm-hmm. it's true. Before, he only did whatever she showed him to do, but now he's developing his own ideas, mm-hmm. which is what Mr. Tom with music also does with him. So the arts, the art side of his brain's getting used. It's great. But we had mentioned balloon. Oh, she was going to do. She didn't uh, know paper his, mache balloon. <laughs> she didn't know his, his issue with balloons, right? Because who does, unless you're in his world? So it came up, and she goes, oh, we can do this paper mache balloon. And then, of course, the word balloon came up, and Bryce is like, and, and she was under the impression that he wanted to do it because yeah, the, of the way he was responding. It sounded like, I don't know what Well, because he, he mixes things up. Yeah, his yes is his yes, and his no is his no. So do you want that? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yeah. yeah. So 
bottom line was how we left. Well, then she goes, we don't have to do that the next time. We can do it. So then the questions were coming. Well, when will we do it? And how will it be? You know, and, and we're like, will, oh. How will you pop it? What will you use to pop it? <laughs> <laughs> where oh, where will you pop it? Will you can you go in your car and pop it? Yeah, oh, you're gonna need headphones. You're gonna need headphones because you need to protect your ears. That's it, right? That's <laughs> yes. what I was gonna share. He just went to the point, like he was thinking it all yes. the way through. Yes, and, and then we he hadn't had even decided the, if we were doing it yet. Right, but he, right. now he knows it's gonna be outside in her car, and he's gonna give her headphones. And it, she goes, well, it's okay. I have some earbuds. He goes, no, earbuds are not strong enough. They don't yeah, protect the your headphones ears. headphones cover your whole ear. Yeah, he yeah. was trying to say it in his own way. Like, nope, that's not good enough. You need the headphones. That was cute. So he loves her, and he wants to protect her from yeah, it. Jury's but, out whether they'll be doing that project. Yeah, and again, we do not need to do that. And we would not force him to do that. Oh, no, no. It innocently came up, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Things just come up that... No one would expect that to be re- the reaction. Yeah. Um, probably the last thing I got on here, and then I'll feel unloaded, <laughs> was, um, so we had at church, we had requested a change because yes. Bryce goes into, we've talked in the past that we have a buddy room, which is where the kids with the special needs go, and then we have the regular room where all the other kids are we go to a large church what people deem as a mega church so there's a lot of kids in there they divide the room up with tables in the studio room with girls on one side of the room and boys on the other which honestly i didn't even notice that until that was pointed out to me this past sunday Mm -hmm. what we did notice was there's a line like a if you know like if you're at a a place in the tri- of oh, Chick-fil-A and they're trying to guide the traffic and you got the poles with the s- the belt. Yep. I think <laughs> they they call them sconces and then you have the retractable belt. Yeah, they got the, the retractable sconces, belt so, so it kind of guides the traffic. Yep, the so they have one of those up so that when the parents come in they walk along the belt. Mm-hmm. To go and give their sticker, and then they announce the kids and all that. Okay. And Bryce's table's in the back of the room between the belt and the rest of the population. Right. So the quote-unquote special needs group is in the back of the room, and that's how it appears. That Mm. is not how it was intended to be, which was explained to us, because we're like, is there any? So here's how the, the request came out was, is there any way that, maybe it was just said that Bryce can move to the front of the room. I think what we meant was the whole group would be moved to the front of the room on the other yeah, side I of the bed. I think I requested that his table be moved to be more included with the rest of the kids. Right. And they understood it as to just move Bryce without his buddies into the general population without support. So yes. So that was a whoopsie. So that's what happened on Sunday was they encouraged him to go up to a table with other boys <laughs> that he did not know at all. And Bryce wants to be brave and Bryce is a people pleaser, you know, and if he mm-hmm. thinks that's going to, be the right thing to do he's going to do it he's mm-hmm. a rule follower so apparently he did and then he came back to mm-hmm. his other table when it was table time you mm-hmm. know and then um 
that was it. So she told me, I encouraged Bryce to go up there. He went up there, but then he came back to us. Um, but, you know, this is, she said, we'll work on this, but he's going to be transitioning to a different room. And I said, that's fine. And I just explained then, you know, it's just the, it's the visible line that's there. That's what we noticed. I said, and, you know, I just don't want the other kids to look back and wonder what's wrong with those kids. I said, because yeah. when I was that age, that's what I would have done. I'd have been like, oh, you know, they seem different because they're back there. Plus, Bryce has his headphones. He already has that different appearance. Well, my thought was different than yours. Um, my thought was, let's get him up in the front with the other kids because he loves dancing. He loves participating in the quizzes and whatever else they do. And so if he's in the back separated from the other kids, he's not dancing with the kids. You know, he's not. He does uh, go up and dance, but I know it'd be easier. Yeah. I mean, he'd be closer. And do you really need to, you know, maybe they had him in the back because it's more comfortable. Maybe it's a less um, distracting environment. I don't know. But I think actually where that came from. I think from, he was ready, though, to yeah, move forward. Well, he tried. And I honestly think, and this again, there's no no bad intentions anywhere in any of this. Mm-hmm. I, before, Bryce always preferred to be in the back of the room when he was little. I think they moved the table to the back because there's shelves back there and they have certain supplies that they use with the kids. Mm-hmm. So it was easy for them to put their purses and have their supplies. And it's creatures of habit. Once you're in a spot, you're in a spot. And that's all great. We were just saying, would it be possible to move him up closer? So a little more of the blend, yeah, mm-hmm. um, but not just to pop him, like you said, into general population Without with no help. support. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when she said that's what Fish happened, out of water. I was like, I, Bryce didn't say anything. Of course, Bryce doesn't say anything. So when I had his full attention later that day on the way to soccer, I said, "So tell me about church today. What happened? Did you sit at another table? Yes." I said, and who did you sit with? He goes, "Uh, I sat with some boys. (laughs) I said, oh, did you talk to the boys? No. Did they talk to you? No. I said, how did that make you feel? Mm, Disappointed. I said, okay. And again, he's trying to learn to use different Mm -hmm. words. And sad is probably disappointed. Yeah. Right? But he's trying to use the new version of it. So I'm going to say that he was probably sad. So I said, well, then what did you do? Did you go in the back? Yes. I said, which do you like better, sitting in the front of the room or the back of the room? Uh, Both are fun. I said, are they? Do you like to be in the front or the back? I like to be in the back. And why do you like to be in the back? My friends are in the back. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. How do you feel when you're in the back with your friends? I feel very happy. Okay, great. That's all we need to know, buddy. So let's move your friends up. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. So I said that he's going to be transitioning to a new room because he's going to go to the third and fourth grade. When he moves, let's just move the table at that time. Then it just becomes part of, oh, this is what they do yeah. in third grade versus yeah. what they did in second grade. But again, always some type of issue that's, you know, something we have to deal with that other parents don't, don't. always have yeah. to deal with and they don't realize that. But it's all good, and we're grateful, and that's what's been going on in our neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, and we're getting ready to leave town, and um, so we're excited about this because we're going to 
Charleston, South Carolina, and they have a aircraft carrier there and a, I think a battleship or a destroyer or something. Yeah. And he's all about warships, so he's really going to have fun. Well, not just the warship. He's also about aircraft. Oh, yeah. So and they're actually going to have the planes, the fighter jets on the yeah, ship. That's going to be cool. Yeah. And, and then we might watch a little Top Gun so he can see yeah. them in live action. So, yeah. And then I told him excited. that uh, I told him we were going to go on a hike. Where are we going on a hike, Daddy? And so (laughs) when I say hike, the hike that he remembers is in Colorado when we were up at, I don't know, 10,000 feet trying to touch snow. Yeah. And I'm like, (laughs) no. I said, we're just going to do a trail in the woods, you know. And then, like, he was all excited about it. He kept mentioning it. And uh, he is excited about it. So he's excited about taking a hike. We're going to bring his compass and stuff. He has this little fear that you're not going to go with us because. You left to go to Maryland. Yeah. So he'll say to me, Mommy, is Daddy going on vacation with us? I said, yeah, he's going. He goes, because we're doing a hike, let's do a hike. Oh. So Daddy will go. Because he knows you want to do a hike. So he's doing the hike. <laughs> so that I'll go So on that you'll go. And that's why he keeps saying, if we do a hike, will you go on vacation, oh. Daddy? That's what he's trying to say. And what was he? He keeps sweet. saying something about he's so glad that I'm back from Oh, Maryland. he will say, Daddy. He'll go give you a kiss on the lips. I'm glad you're back from Maryland, Daddy. I'm glad you came back, Daddy. I'm glad you came back from Maryland, Daddy. I'm glad you came back from Maryland, Daddy. Yeah. yeah. So he, he really missed me. That's he his just way of saying, I really yeah, missed you, he Daddy. He really didn't know how to say it. Yes, he did. <laughs> we all missed you. Maybe I'll start kissing you and say, I'm really glad you came back from Maryland, uh, Daddy. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't abandon us for the sound of the birds chirping in the morning. Uh, well if you wake up early here at six o'clock you can hear the birds because that's when i hear them before bryce wakes up you get about two hours of silence it's very might be good for you in the morning yes yes all right everyone well thanks for tuning in and listening to our lives here on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) letting us unload it's good therapy for me and um I do want oh. to say one thing. Yep. Yeah. We had a, a note come in from Maddie, and I want to give her a special shout out. Yes. She found our podcast. Uh, her son, Owen, was diagnosed about a year ago, and she is now binge listening to our podcast. And I'm so grateful that she's finding things that are helpful for her. Mm-hmm. And I'm so happy she reached out and connected with us. And She said uh, she's saw some similarities between her son and Bryce. He's mechanical right? like Bryce. Yeah. yeah. And she mentioned the washing machine and how he would watch laundry and <laughs> we can all remember the days Bryce would sit on a stool in front of the, yes. the washer and dryer, especially the front loaders. He oh, loves those. I'll never forget one of the first sentences he ever said was Daddy, can we go to Home Depot? Yes, that's that, right. That was one of his first complete sentences. And within five minutes, we were in the car going to Home Depot. And what did he want to do? He wanted to play with the washing machines and the dryers. Washers and dryers. He wanted to open and close the doors <laughs> and look at the switches. And, yep. uh, you know, when your kid says his first sentence, you just do it. Whatever he know? says, there and you go. That was yeah. good times, good times. So, yeah, we're we're always happy when people find us, reach out to us, and we can connect with them. And we feel less lonely on the journey, 
and then they feel less lonely on the journey. Mm-hmm. And if you guys want to reach out to us, if there's someone that feels compelled and, and you want to just send us a note, um, we have our email at parentingautism at att.net. Yeah, uh, att.net. I believe that's Sounds the good. email. And, and then uh, don't be afraid to reach out. Instagram we, we or Facebook as well. The time, yeah. yeah. And uh, check out Bryce's YouTube channel, Parenting Autism. Uh, so be youtube.com forward slash parenting autism show is the <laughs> link there. You got to remember all this stuff, right? Yeah. And there's still time left in my birthday month for somebody to leave us a review. I think we got one already for my birthday. Yes. And a bonus one would be awesome. But that's it for now. And we'll see you on the flip side with whatever happens on our vacation. I'm sure we'll have more to share. Thanks, Pray. everyone. Have Pray a good day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.